Hey, 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 friend. It's Amanda Davison. Thank you so much for listening to a brand new episode of the A Wife Like Me podcast. I'm your friend, Amanda Davison. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing. And thanks for loving on this podcast. We love you so much. Listen, we are moving into a brand new month. And if you are already a part of the A Wife Like Me collective, you know that every month we have a certain focus and challenge. So as we are continuing to read through Leviticus in the Wife Like Me Collective, we now start a new theme, which is what does it mean to be set apart? So the next four episodes on the Wife Like Me podcast will just dive into that topic as well. And we have our friend Victoria Riolano with us today. She's an author, blogger, speaker, mother of six, a military spouse, psychology professor, and a pastor's wife. And she is the founder of VictorySpeaks.org. And she has so many resources over there. She just released her book, The Victory Walk, a 21-day devotional on living a victorious life. So head over to VictorySpeaks.org, check her out, and take advantage of all of the resources she has there. So let's now turn our attention to Victoria. Let's listen in on what she has to share on how you can be set apart in life and marriage. Hey guys, welcome back to a Wife Like Me podcast. My name is Victoria Riolano of VictorySpeaks.org, and I'm super excited to talk to you guys today about how we can live lives that are set apart and how we can be set apart in our marriages. This is a heavy topic, but I'm super excited to share what I believe God is speaking in this hour for us to pick up on. And so the first thing I want to do is set some definitions in place. And so to be set apart means to keep or intend for a special purpose, to devote or commit, okay? And so uh, the other week, I got a chance to really experience this with my children. We ordered a box of chocolates. We opened it up. We looked at the map. We figured out which chocolate was which. And I said, whoa, that one right there belongs to me. That chocolate caramel pecan cluster was all for me. I needed that one to be set apart. I needed that one to not be touched by anyone. I recognized immediately that that one was different and it was created for a special purpose, which was to make me happy. And so when we think about being set apart for the Lord, we recognize that we're different. Come on. The Bible says that our citizenship is not here on earth. It is in heaven. So we are different. We are strange and peculiar your people, the Bible says. And the reason why it says that is so that as we start to hear things and as we start to recognize how different the world may be compared to our Bible and what the Lord says is right, we can make a choice to say, you know what? I'm set apart. I'm different. I have been chosen by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to not look like everybody else, but to glorify his name and everything that I do. Amen. And so this is really, really symbolized when you look at Romans 12, 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed. We are called to be different. We are called to be set 
apart. And so I found that there are three ways to really walk this out. And that's being set apart in action and speech and in love. Action, speech, and in love. And so let's just first talk about what it means to be set apart in our actions. That means that there's anything that we're actively doing that will cause dishonor to the Lord or even cause dishonor to our marriages. We make a choice to put a stop to it. We make a choice to say, you know what? That's something I can't participate in. And so what would it look like if we were to honor God in private and public in front of our children and with our spouses? Oof. That would be a whole lot of work, but it will be so worth it. We want to be those people that when we walk into the room, people are like, whoa, there's something different about her. Or when people see us and our spouses together, they say, whoa, there's something different about that couple. They carry the presence of God. And so when we make a choice to be set apart in our actions, we're looking for ways to do good. We're looking for ways to bless people. We can't wait for the opportunity to pray for somebody, but because we know that when we do so, we are honoring the Lord, our God. So Psalm 139, 24 says, search me, God, and know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, let me tell you, that is a powerful prayer. And I'm telling you, if you pray it, The Lord is going to answer. He will certainly show you those things about you that you've been tolerating just because. Because you know how we all have that thing that's like our one little sin that we just kind of do that we don't really want anyone else to know about. Or it's like that one thing that we're like, God, you can fix all this other stuff. But this right here, I'm just going to hold on to that. Yes, (laughs) those things. When we pray this Psalm 139 prayer, search me, oh God, and let me know if there's anything about me that's offensive. The Lord will answer and he will show you you. Ouch, it's not always pretty, but I'm telling you, if you want to live a life where people can't recognize you from the person you were five years ago, you have to get to the point where you say, God, whatever it's going to take to walk completely in who you've called me to be, whatever it takes to show the world the light that you bring, I'm willing to do it. So in action, what are we going to do about the fact that God has called us to be set apart. We have to do something. Doing nothing isn't good enough. We have to act like we belong to the King of Kings, even within our marriage. Make a choice to be kind on purpose. Make a choice to love on purpose. Make a choice to be ones that honor God in everything we do on purpose. So the second thing, the second area that we can be set apart in is our speech. The way we talk to each other, about each other, in front of each other, behind each other's back, will say a whole lot about who we are in Christ and where we stand in our relationship with him in that moment. So what if we made a choice to only say things that uplift, that bring together, and that build? Ephesians 4.29 says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let 
everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Let your words be encouraging. If your words aren't encouraging, you don't have to say them. And so I have one son and he is a certified picker. If he could pick on you, that's what he's going to do. And so I always tell him, if you can't be nice, just be quiet. So what would it look like in your marriage if you made a choice to just be quiet? In those times when you want to, you know, as I would say, you want to hit the hardest punch and you want to make sure they know that you're winning that argument. What if you made a choice to just be quiet and be a listener? And so over the past few weeks, I've really been struggling with allergies, which has caused me to be very hoarse. And so I try to save my voice as much as I can, but it's caused me to be a listener. And in doing so, I realized that some of those thoughts I was thinking that I normally probably would have said were just not appropriate and they were not okay. They would be more hurtful and they would spend more time tearing down my spouse than lifting him up. And so even when we're dealing with other people, when we're talking to other people about our spouses, do we spend more time encouraging them or do we spend more time saying, hey, you know, well, my husband is like another one of my kids or my husband is this, or my husband is that. Or do we lift them up? Do we honor them in public? Because that's one way you could be set apart in your marriage to where no one will have anything to say. All they'll know is, man, the way they carry themselves, the way they love each other, the way they honor each other is so beautiful. I remember years ago, I was around a spouse and you could just see the love that she had for her spouse just without ever meeting him because that's all she talked about is how much she loved her honey. Every every statement was about her honey and it was all great things and it didn't feel fake. It didn't feel um, contrived. It felt like just out of the outpouring of her heart, she shared her love for him and it was really a beautiful thing. And so if it's not going to lift up your spouse, if it's not going to lift up your neighbor, make a choice to just leave it alone pray about it, do what you got to do, but let's make a choice to be set apart in our words and say things that honor the next person. And last, but most definitely not least, we need to be set apart in our love. Come on. We have to love people on purpose. We have to love people that we think are difficult, people that we think are unlovable, people that we think don't deserve love, people that we think have done the unforgivable. How do we love those people? I am convinced that when God told us to pray for our enemies and love our enemies, it was not because they needed it. It was really more so for us. When we get to a place where we can love people beyond what we see and what we think, we're really demonstrating the heart of God. I love John 13, 35. Jesus says, by this, everyone will know you are my disciples. By the way, you love one another. By this, by what? By the way you love, people will say, whoa, she must be a believer. I can't forget all the different times I've had doctor's appointments and you can just feel the tangible difference between a person who's a doctor, who's a believer and one who isn't. There's just something they carry into the room. There's a hope, there's a love, there's a joy that they carry into the room that literally just cannot be denied. And so 
We have to make a choice to love people on purpose. We have to make a choice to let our heart be the standard of everything we do. We have to let love be the default setting. What would happen if you allowed love to be your default setting instead of anger, instead of envy, instead of jealousy, instead of gossiping, instead of offense, we allow love to be our default setting. I believe if you do so, you will see that your life will be set apart. Your life will be one that honors God and your life will be one that is rewarding because of all the people who will come to Christ just by you living, just by you doing the right thing and making a choice to honor him in everything that you do. So my prayer for you today and for your marriage is that you can walk in a place where you know that God is first. You can walk in a place where you know that you've allowed other people to see the God in you by the way you treat your spouse, by the way you talk to your spouse, by the way you love your spouse, and also by the way you just love other people. And so I leave you with this thought. I just want to repeat this verse to you one more time. Psalm 139, verse 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Victoria, thank you so much for sharing with us. We love all of that encouragement so, so much. Again, ladies, you can head over to victoryspeaks.org and take advantage of everything Victoria has over there. Be encouraged and check her out. And ladies, if you are hungry for more, if you want to take your faith and marriage to another level and intentionally prioritize your faith and marriage, well, we created the A Wife Like Me Collective for you. Inside the collective, you have our resources available, our courses, coaching, monthly teaching, date nights, dinner plans, so much more. It's time to invest in what matters most. So just head over right now to collective.awifelikeme.com and we will see you there. Friend, have a great week and we'll see you back here next week for an all new episode on the A Wife Like Me podcast. 